Everybody, meow, meow. Start your podcast. Do it now. Everybody, start your your podcast podcast now. now. Is this what you want? I'm a cow. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. I just watched a YouTube video about garlic buns. Yeah, we watched a YouTube video about garlic buns. They were, they were squeezing cream cheese into it. It was very erotic. It was erotic, and I realized um, that it is like an ASMR thing. I'm like, why is this 11 minutes long? Why is the sound so good? Yeah. They clearly like mic'd up everything. They mic'd up the cream cheese. It worked on me, though, because I heard every I heard them unpackage the cream cheese and then put it on a plate and then put it in a bowl and then mix it. You could hear everything. <laughs> Why is that so comforting? Why is hearing small noises... Because normally hearing small noises in real life makes me want to fucking stab my eyes out. Yeah. I think it's because it's so quiet in ASMR. It's got to be quiet. Anyway. Hi, everybody. Uh, This is the podcast that you all love called Is This What You Want with Matt and Julia. I'm Julia Ladkowitz. And I'm I'm the Matt part. You're the Matt part. I'm the Matt part. That's what everyone says when they see us together. Is it weird to you that your name, Matt, is like... Doormat, car mat? Yeah. Like a mat. Yep. Yes. Or matte, like like the the um, the texture, I guess, like shiny mate, matte. M T M A T T E. Mate. Matte. Matte. Yeah, that is weird. And then also, when I have a cold, I'm Mac. So if my nose is plugged, people think I'm saying Mac. The amount of people when you say your name, cold or not, they're like Mac. I'm like, how many yep. people do you know who are just named Mac? Or my cousin's named Mac. Um, I mean, I know one Mac, I know baby. Max. Mac truck in the family, Big Mac. or uh, they think my name's Mike, and I don't know where the hell that's. I've gotten that my you whole life. You get a lot of Mike O'Neill. A lot of Mike O'Neill. A lot of Mike O'Brien. Mike and Ike. Are Mike and Ike still around? Um, welcome to the podcast, everybody. We are loose goose and ready to roost. Yeah, we got a we got a caboose on the loose yeah. and. Um, Full of juice. We're tuckered out. I'll tell you this much. Uh, we had a big week. Big. I'm. You know what? We're going to talk about it for sure. We're going to talk about our big week. It was a big week of flip flop, zip zop, apple saucing all over tune. Yep. Tune and to tune and back. And uh, today is an old sleepy day. It is 7.18 p.m. on Saturday, Memorial Day weekend here in the uh, United States of America. Yes. I'm glad we're away from crowds. Apparently, people are traveling again. I yeah. Everyone's according to vault. the news, the airports are just slammed. They're slammed, man. They're in the weeds. Do you, is that only a server thing? Can uh, airport airport people say we're in the weeds? No, I don't. I think they say we're in the. Because um, then the people I in the airport think will will think that they'll be like, "What did you call me? You're in the what? Are we weeds to you?" And then next thing you know, you're you complaining if you get a free flight. Well, because that could be the same, said the same for, you know, people at a restaurant. Next time we're at a restaurant, we hear a server say, I'm in the weeds. I'm going to be like, you think we are weeds to you? Yeah. Am I just a dandelion to you, sir? Swaying in the gentle evening breeze. Get me your manager. Fucking rose. Yeah. Um, yes, it has been a big week. Uh, for those of you who have been following the podcast, you know that we have been searching for a 
home to rent not to buy to that's rent. a big thing i have to keep saying these days because I, I i will tell people that we're looking for a home and they're like wow oh, look you're at buying you. a house oh my Slopping god around, buying bricks also um, first of all none of your goddamn beeswax it's not like yeah. we're 22 year old youtubers buying a house yeah we're 800 years old and if we want to buy a house that's our prerogative I'm but 48 we're not. years old and i'm tired i just want to put my legs up and pay rent um just throw money to the wind and that's what we're doing. We're renting yeah. because buying a house is too overwhelming. And um, as we've talked about on previous podcasts, we literally Googled how you buy a house and figured out it's too much right now. It too much. Me not good. That bad. <laughs> uh, that's so we're looking to rent, but we're still looking to rent a house, yeah. which you can do. You don't have to just rent an apartment. You can rent. You can a rent house. anything. You can rent a golf course. You could rent a movie theater. We saw theater. a church for rent when we were driving to one of our viewings. And we I even thought, I'm like, yep. Eh, we saw a church for rent. How much? How much to that church? Isn't it weird that my first thought was, I was like, where do you put the TV? Do you put it at the end of the aisle? That's too far. Mine was like breaking up the rooms. I'm like, is, yeah. is there a toilet in the church? Um, oh, there is. I mean, that's your concern. You always want to know where the holes are, where the, where the wet holes are. Well, that's are the biggest building. deal. I need I need a place to poo and I need a place to cook and I need a place to sleep. No, I was thinking about what to do with the giant room, the big cathedral what do you do with that room what do you do with that room if isn't it's not that a the whole room isn't a church no, just little one rooms. room i'm you picturing the church is just one room and I'm that's picturing it? a church from like a small town no like this was an la series church. set in the 1930s no definitely not even at that there was a little hut for the priests to live in because a lot of the catholic roman hut? catholics they live in the church that's gotta be can you imagine i mean that's gotta be nice just waking up being that close to jesus and then working yeah I mean, a statue of Jesus. Isn't no, Jesus but Jesus' essence is more in, in the church like than, he, shit a, than he is at like an Arby's. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> suppose. Um, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah, it's got to be weird to sleep in a church, but if you're a, if you're a, a fada, you're like, this is just this is just me. They What'd don't you know anything me? else. A fada. A fada? A fada. I fada. Hello, fada. <laughs> Hello, mata. Here I am at camp. Granada. Is that a real song or is that just from The Simpsons? That is a real song. I don't know what Camp Granada actually means. Is Granada, was that some sort of a war? Um, Alan Sherman. Um, I don't know. Hello, Mata. Hello, Fada. Here I am. Camp, camp is very entertaining. I didn't know the second part of that verse. Yeah, nobody knows the rest camp of that. Camp is very entertaining and they say we'll have some fun if it stops raining. I went hiking with Joe Spivey. Who the fuck Spivey. is Joe Spivey? Uh, Spivey. Spivey? You poison ivy. Listen, oh, Spivey. Um, okay. what were we talking about? Wait, real quick. Uh, yeah. If you're tuning in for the first time, I mean, weird episode. Just, who, who just listens to a podcast and they're like, you know what? I will start at episode 69. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> at episode 69, we're going to live stream us 69ing. On OnlyFans? Yeah. Or on YouTube? Or on um, on Instagram Live, we will sixty nine feeling fine. How long could you get into a sixty nine before Instagram Live bans you for life? Can they? Life. I don't know. I assume you get banned for life if you sixty nine on Instagram Live. Well, we should try. Um, hmm. First of all, the thought of sixty nine right now. What, did we talk about this? Or it's too we were much. Always talking about we're always talking Everyone's about sixty nine. Everyone's talking about sixty nine. Our friend Steph Tolev was talking about the sixty nine ing. Because we said we sixty nine in her tent, which we clearly did not. We're like we sixty nine in your tent during a windstorm, yeah. and she's like, "Are you serious?" I'm it's like, hard to even sixty eight in a tent. You can't, you can't do any of the numbers. Nope. Seventy um, maybe. You can ninety six. Tell you that much. Yep. Do you know what a six hundred nine is? 
when there's a there's a there's a there's a a short fat man in between you i was gonna say a bowl of chips (laughs) (laughs) but sure 69ing is when you're 69ing but a short bald man is in between you a short bald fat man because he's like he's like a he's like the zero and he's eating chips Listen, if you don't know what this podcast is... I don't think we know either. It is a podcast where Matt and Julia, comedians extraordinaire, married couple, talk about yeah. what you might want. and um, Also, just what we're doing. Because maybe that's what people want. Some people want it. We got some listeners. Yeah, yeah. So, that's we got, we got one thing. And but just if you're listening to this and you're like, what is going on? This is what's going on. Yeah. And we, uh, we have a little thing that we do every time called Chappy Hour. It is Chappy Hour. Happy, happy Chappy, Chappy Hour. hour. It's, the, it's the happy hour dedicated to the worst robot movie ever made, starring Chappy. Chappy. I am Chappy. Um, he's a terrible robot, but uh, we are drinking a lovely drink. What are we drinking? Some sort of a rosé? Yes. So Chappy Hour is the hour that we chap. Um, <laughs> you just <Yep>. said that. <laughs> um, yeah, we're drinking a really good rosé um, from Decoy. Decoy. It's got a picture of a duck on it. I do duck like Decoy. Decoy is from California. Yeah. I forget where in California. I don't have this information. Central. At my disposal right now because I don't have the, the... I was going to say I don't have the can in front of me. It is not a can. It is a bottle. But yeah, it's just a really nice rosé. It's not sweet because I don't like a sweet rosé. The varietal is a Syrah slash Shiraz. You heard um, that. Uh, the brand is Duckhorn. I never knew. That's why the duck's on the bottle. Yeah. That makes sense. But decoy, Duckhorn. Uh, lovely rosé displays enticing aromas of pink grapefruit and fresh melon, along with hints enticing. of... What do you think it has hints of? Raisins. You kn- you don't <laughs> think it has hints of raisins. <laughs> no, it Go, doesn't give it a like smell raisins. right now. I'm, I'm curious. Um, give it a smell. See if you can even guess. What, what did you say already? Grapefruit? I said grapefruit and fresh melon, along with hints of... Lemon. Smell harder. <sighs> I can't. Strawberry and spring wildflowers. Yeah, that's pretty much a lemon. No, it's not. Pretty much. I do get strawberry. I for sure get strawberry on the strawberry on the palate. It is bright and elegant with refreshing acidity and minerality, adding poise and definition to the vibrant fruit. I would I would say strawberry, but that's only because my brain already goes to strawberry by default when I see rosé. If it was a different color. I'd be tasting a lot of different things. And that's the decoy. That's the decoy. The decoys and the the color. Um, it's a fine wine. It's crisp. It's refreshing. It's ready to rock. It's in my face, and it is the vice principal to the school that I manage. It's going to be with me for the rest of my life, and we're going to retire together, and we're going to get a place in Naples, Florida. Nice two-bedroom place. Split the rent. Split. Electricity. Tandem parking in the driveway for both of our little cars. We could move to Naples, Florida and get a fucking palace. That's this is that's yes we could um, we could move somewhere and get a palace. But then we'd live in Florida in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like we could go to like Donkey Idaho or whatever the hell small town. <laughs> it's got to be a small like what are the what are the two towns we saw outside of L.A. Stone Stone, Stone Man, Man and Shorb. Like, Shorb. There was a two towns just outside of L.A. Because we're and trying not to find far. We're yeah. actually looking at a place. Near Stone, near Stone Man. Man. In between Shorb. And sh- it's in between Stone Man and Shorb. So yep. when people are like, where do you live? Uh, just, you know, uh, southeast <laughs> of LA in between Stone Man and yeah. Shorb. Do you know Stone Man? Yeah, I live near there, but uh, just south uh, southwest of Stone Man. It's in Shorb. 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 Those sounds like two mythical beasts about to fight. I am Stone Man. I am Shorb. I am Shorb. I will destroy you, Stone Man. 
Uh, that's where we're going to live. That's what we're looking at right now. Uh, where are we at with this house thing? Okay, so... Let's get started in that. I feel like this is just... It's taken over the podcast because it has taken over our lives. I yes. have not been working out. I have not been working on creative projects. Like, I literally... And I talked about this last week. My eyes are Zillow. Yes, Zillow eyes. My eyes, eyes, ears, all my holes are Zillow. She's got Zillow eyes. Exactly. <laughs> Zillow, Zillow has infiltrated me. I am Zillow. We are Zillow. Yeah. And I, we have, we've probably looked at 20 places in the past couple of weeks. Probably 20 places. There's times because we have to drive uh, sometimes two hours to LA just to look at a place. So we try God's to bundle sake. it all together. So we bundle it all together. And then there's days where I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, we're just going to LA to look at a place. But then you add up all the time. There's there's days where I we've been driving for like eight to 12 hours a day. And, and because we get there and we have a few viewings and then other ones pop up and we try to add them. So we're doing yeah. like five or six viewings a day. Bit bop, slip slop, and all around town. We did that thing where you drive around a neighborhood and you look for a for rent sign and then you just call that number or bombard the house. Yeah. Like two hitchhiking hippies with bindles. Here's a crazy thing. Apparently, it is such a wild market for, I mean, for renting and for buying. Um, and here's another reason why we're not buying right now, despite, you know, not knowing what the fuck is going on. I read an article where they're like, it's such an insane buying market right now where the numbers have gone crazy and millennials, because it's mostly because of COVID. Yeah. Um, of course. Because everybody thing. realized how much they want space mm -hmm. and their own stuff and they're sick of apartments. Isn't and that odd that it took a worldwide emergency for people to look around their places and go, God, I have no grass. But also because they were staying home and some, and this is for the people, you know, the privileged who were able to stay home and collect unemployment or whatever yeah. or, or work from home, they were able to accumulate more of a savings yes. so they could finally afford a house. Somebody uh, is a Paul Lea comedian. He joked about that uh, you know, unemployment was the best booker in Los Angeles last year. Mm -hmm. Everyone was like, I have more money than ever. Thank you, unemployment. But what even a job. regardless of unemployment, people with like real jobs um, who continued working through COVID but at home, but they weren't going out, so they're making money. So then all these people want to buy houses. Yes. And I, in the article, they're like every house um was on the market for like less than a week and people are actually writing crazy things into the lease being like or when they're um bidding for houses being like yeah. one woman from i forget where somewhere in maryland donkey or, idaho and donkey idaho literally said i will name my firstborn after yeah the the realtor or a the little whatever old school i mean you get let's get more creative Why, like a little bit buy me an iphone um not rapunzel what's that fucking goblin's name Gollum. no no no. what the hell's that man's name uh danny devito no that shitty man <laughs> from the fairy tales who was like give me your firstborn and then they cut the kid in half oh um rasputin is that him does he cut kids in half no not rapunzel his name is neptune the clown you, oh my god <laughs> i need to find this out okay it's, look it up uh, look it up the man ramstein du hast oh my god i used to have a joke about this when i first started because i was 18 rum tum tucker no rumpelstiltskin rumpelstiltskin i used to have a joke about rumpelstiltskin about like how i didn't like kids and and how Rumpelstiltskin was gonna like 
give me gold for my baby. I'm like a guy who takes my baby and does this. Rum- yeah, anyway, I had I had a cool Rumpelstiltskin joke when I was like Rumpel 20. Rumpelstiltskin joke? Are you fucked? I w- had no life experience. Give up the child if she can guess the name within three days. So that's, he's gonna, he's like, basically the story is I'm going to take your kid unless you can guess my name in three days. <laughs> that's a classic story. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been in that scenario. I mean, every single person's been there. When Listen, I don't want to give him my kid, but I got to fucking guess this goblin's God, name. I got to guess this guy's name in three days. I wouldn't days. say he's a goblin. He's just a small, ugly man. You know what? I now understand <laughs> why you had a Rumpelstiltskin joke. It's a fountain of material. It is. Um, that's I, got, I have to remember the joke. It was something like, oh, it's like a man who gives me gold and takes my baby because the whole thing was like, I will, I will give you this for your baby. Right. And so he takes care of the kid. He's like a free nanny. I think it was basically like, Mike, I would, I tried because when you're a young comedian, at least when I came to, to be, when I was growing up, it was just like, you got to be controversial. You got to be like, at least that's, yeah, you know? So I feel like it was this like quasi abortion joke that I almost had being like Interesting. That's, that's the best abortion like I like this this man takes my baby off my hands and gives me gold or or whatever the the tale is I'm huh. not remembering it now you know what I find more interesting about that is back then it was there was no iPhones when we started so no. it's like you be controversial but it's like if you are controversial now it could be, be videotaped at any point yeah and also People are like, we need you to be con- like the more controversial comics are coming out. Yeah, and there's more iPhones, and there's more chance that it's gonna get. To- it's very backwards. But it's also like, ugh, I don't, I don't want to start a f- huge fucking debate about welcome to culture. WTF with Mark Marin and Joe Rogan. I'm Joe Joe. I'm Joe Marin, and this is my this is Mark Joe. And these are my underpants. <laughs> and these. <laughs> Are my underpants? <laughs> They're just <laughs> full of shit. Um, we um, sh- should we start a comedy podcast? <laughs> no, <laughs> like this isn't a comedy podcast. I don't know what kind of podcast this is. No, I'm I'm not going to get into a debate about cancel culture and whatever, whatever. But especially at the beginning of a comic's life and career, and especially with what I was learning, and I was learning about like Lenny Bruce and whatever, and I'm like, you gotta be, you just gotta be crazy, you gotta be out there, not yeah. realizing. I'm like, well, fucking Lenny, Lenny Bruce wasn't just saying shit for the sake of saying shit. Also, that was back when the uh, what the age, expect, expected age to live till was like 28. You think Lenny Bruce only lives to 28? And he's like, hey, so you gotta get I'm it out. Say whatever I want, because at 28, I'm lot, dead, baby. There's a lot of things that can take you out. So, yeah, fucking tuberculosis. He's a caveman. Uh, uh, you know, Lenny Bruce. What? A hard gonorrhea could take you out back then. A real hard one. You don't a know light one could too. What's happening? Um, Either way, I try not to judge young comics. Yep. Um, because I think they're still learning and they're influenced by the people who came before them. Also. When I started, it was a different time. So much has changed yep. in the past 10 to 15 years. We oh, of have course. to realize that. Well, while we're already talking about comedy, I was going to talk about comedy because last night, uh, listen, this isn't becoming a comedy podcast where two comics talk shop and go behind the scenes live on Well, maybe this is what you want because sometimes we don't, sometimes we don't do. uh, talk about this enough. Uh, maybe. Either way, last night I got up at the Laugh Factory, wow. which is... Wow, look at me. I'm at the Laugh Factory. No, it was very nice. Uh, it was Long a Long Beach. Beach Laugh Factory, which is built like a church. It, it's quite the cathedral. It has actual pews in it. 
Very nice staff. It's a really beautiful space. Uh, Hilarious statues. There's a statue of Dane Cook that greets you on the way in. Is that Dane Cook? Oh, yeah. He's got the Sufis up, the super fingers. Remember his super finger? No. It's where you you have your middle finger next to the ring finger, and it's a super finger. That's what he says. That looks dirty. That's what he says uh, next to an Ellen statue as well. Um, Either way. It was in the Laugh Factory. I'm like, wow, it's so weird to be back in a club again. <laughs> Bless you. Allergic to this story. Because um, it was like it was like vaccinated, ready to use it inside. Comics showing up. And I'm just like, ah, I don't know. The whole, I'm still wondering how I feel about stand-up comedy right now. It was fun. But you know what I mean. Like, it was yeah. like, it was more like, there's some LA comics and I'm not naming names or whatever, they will talk down to you if they don't know you immediately, which is a crazy move to do in this town, I feel, or anywhere, about anything. Yeah, I feel like it's it's funny to walk around like you are better than everybody and be like, I've never seen you before. Who yeah. are you, new guy? Like, like literally dif- say that. It, like, if I don't know someone, I, I go, Hello. Hi. Nice to nice meet to you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, it's a very American thing, and I don't want to say all Americans are like this, but a lot who I've met are just like defensive, aggressive, confident. But a lot of, and a lot of Canadians were like that when we were coming up too, because they didn't know us because we were younger. But here's the difference. It's like, we're established, but the, um, some Americans don't know that. Yes. And I want so all the Americans So they will still know. sort of play that card, but it's like, it's just weird when it's like, two almost 40 year old men doing it. It's like, yeah. what are we doing here? Just, it's very dumb. And it's also like, I thought, the attitude with would be different after all we just literally all went through a pandemic and we then talk about this every week i know but it's <laughs> i'm just seeing so many old things left over that are still there it was just a very odd experience i will say like as much as i really appreciate the club and everything i would like to do like i can't wait to do like smaller bar shows and everything like like those smaller yes. Yeah, more intimate things if those happen sometime soon i know i'm getting picky with what i'm doing but it was odd yeah, this up. this was your first like indoor yeah. real show because we've been doing so many outdoor ones. So it was my first time show. sitting indoors without a mask. It like was mine too. It was odd. It was odd. It was very. It was a very. Maybe that's why I felt odd about everything. It's like when you're finally inside taking your mask off. It's like I need to do this a few times before I'm comfortable. Like my first time not wearing a mask inside was standing in front of a room a room full of people and yeah. like that's not normal. And my that's first time. Dumb. Not wearing a mask inside was sitting in the back of a room full of people where people just assume that I was some loser wife and not yes, a comedian. That was so that's fun. Amazing. I love when that happens. I mean, it's well, only I, happened I get it, once or twice to me, I think, where they've looked at me and been like, what does your husband do? He's, it's good that he supports you in your stand-up. Like, it's happened like once or twice, but it ha- it's happened like 15 to 17 times Well, to for you. me, because most of the time when we're at shows, people assume, I hate, even though we've all come such a long way... It is so old school in that way, being like, oh, this must be the comedian and you must be someone's girlfriend. It's like, uh, funny, we went to dinner the other night, sushi, not bragging. We yep. got the cheap stuff, though. Um, and there was a big beer and a little beer, and I was driving, so I got the little beer, and then you got the big beer. Yep. And then she, the server comes over, and she holds the big beer, and she goes, this must be for you. And I went, ah, that's actually and I went, that's me because it came and I was like oh that's way bigger than I thought and she's like I'm assuming it's for you and gave it to Matt yeah and I was like no that's me powerful move uh on that server's behalf she was uh really taking a risk oh yeah because I'm yeah. such a dainty small lady it would have been funnier if it was like both are for her 
Yeah. Big and small. She just likes... She has a tiny... And both waters. She has a small left hand and a big right hand. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just have like a, a big like orangutan mitt of a hand. Yep. And then I have like a little ferret paw. A tiny little ferret paw. And they're like... And also she's an alcoholic. So <laughs> that explains the big beer and the I mean, tiny beer. if you had a ferret hand and orangutan hand, you would also be an alcoholic. If I was taking my ferret-handed, ape-handed <laughs> wife out for sushi, I would hope... That no one would judge you on your beer choices. <laughs> They'd be like, look at that Faraday drink. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of country do we live in where a man can't take his ferret ape wife out for fish? If everything was the same about me and I just had one big ape hand and one tiny rodent hand, I oh man, I would be unstoppable. Yeah. What if... <laughs> You <laughs> as a comedian like come on i'm getting on all the talk shows yeah i'm different nobody would have hands like me big time literally mm. ape time it's ape time that'd be your catchphrase you'd go it's ape time and you'd hold up your ape hand and then you could sell ape hands after shows as merch and you'd, uh, you'd make it why would i only sell the ape hand it's like a it's like a fun hand yeah but so is the ferret hand yeah well no everyone wants the ape hand no one wants the ferret hand ferret oh. hands weird it's a claw it's gross Ape hands exciting. Don't judge my fake hands. Ape hand, listen, as your manager, I will only represent the ape hand. You need a separate <laughs> representation for the ferret hand. Listen, is it time for our first segment? I figured we were we drifted into seven different new segments, I feel. Did you feel it? I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking felt it. I fucking felt the segment. Do you feel, do you feel that? We're drifting well, into, into new segments. Okay, the first segment... What is it? it? Um, warm and fuzzy. Oh boy! That's it. It's a segment where we talk about something warm and fuzzy that happened to us. Something nice. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What happened this week that what was nice? Even oh, laying down has felt pretty nice these days. Real tired. <laughs> Listen, you what? ape dick. We we haven't talked about this yet. So it was our 11 year anniversary. Oh, that's all. That's what my thing. And I thought that was last we, week. It was last. It was Monday. Mm -hmm. And now it is Saturday. And for our diehard listeners, normally we record Thursday, put it out Friday. But diehard. I hope you're not diehard. I hope you're just a listener. No, we Don't have diehard die listeners. Don't do not die hard for us. Diehard is like a saying anyway is dying hard is that mean you suffer you, no it means you die with a boner <laughs> <laughs> somebody did that joke in 1987 i guarantee it that's when i was born bruce uh, yeah you came out and, and i went then die hard like, man <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's like is that where you die with a boner uh <laughs> and everyone agreed and a comedian uh, was born what were you talking about warm and fuzzy Warm this and fuzzy. This Monday, last Monday. This past Monday, we had our 11-year anniversary, and we fucking went horseback riding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was nice. It's nice. It's You forget how much you like a horse. <laughs> it's, uh, if you've yeah. ever been around one, they're, it's comforting. It's, like, it's also scary because there's always a part of me that's like, this thing could smash me to bits yeah. if it really wanted to. They're gentle giants, and you have to put... It's a two-way street. Like you have to put your trust in them. They have to put their trust in you. you and the more you relax the around them, them <laughs> the more you relax around them, the more relaxed they are around you. It's nice. They're just big dogs. You treat it like a big dog. You you pet it. You compliment it. You yeah. stroke its hair. 
Yeah, it was nice. We went on a nice trail ride, um, an hour and a half. And so like the couple who owns this ranch, they're originally from Milan. Yeah, they're Italians. And I guess she was some big high profile lawyer and he was like some sort of investor, whatever, whatever. And she got like burnout from her job and then they bought this ranch up in La Cresta and they live in this gated community. They have a ranch. There's all these properties. We went on this beautiful trail ride up in the mountains. It was gorgeous seeing all these properties. And he's telling us about the people who live up there. And it's like the guy, the YouTube man, one literally of the there's like, I think three people that own YouTube and one of them lives up here and then helicopters into LA when needed, when needed. And then um, the guy who owns monster energy and monster energy. And we're like, well, that guy must be a fun time. And, He's like, no, he's like in his 70s. It's like, well, that's not what I pictured. I miss that part. That guy's in his 70s? Yeah, the guy that owns it is just like an old man. Because you think Monster Energy, you're like, oh, it's got to be a guy riding a dirt bike forever, like around an abandoned pool. I picture a 38-year-old man with a green mohawk. Yeah. Snorting cocaine and like... Yeah. But it's just a seventy-year-old man back with a green off a diving board. <laughs> he has to do something monstery. There's no way he's like. He probably has like a weird like monster energy drink like robe that he wears around and like. He probably has like a tattoo of a goblin on his right butt cheek <laughs> or right on his anus. It's the goblin. Can people eye. tattoo their anuses? Of course they can. So wait, if I'm a tattoo artist and someone walks in and they say, hello, I would like a ring of fire tattooed on my anus. I have to yeah. spread the butt cheeks and tattoo the anus. Shave it too. I can't tell if they would shave it for you or you would have to pre-shave it. And also, who, how I do you shave you, your own asshole? I think you'd have to, you'd go get waxed or something. That's the craziest part about being a tattoo artist that I'm sure they don't talk about is you're signing up for all the skin, not just some skin. Tattoo artists are like, I will tattoo your body. I guess you have the right to refuse anything if you're oh, like, you I'm know sure. what? I don't tattoo anuses. But then you lose your artist uh, qualifications. Something you get du- you get a point deducted. I don't think you do because if someone I'm a stand up comedian and so are you, and if someone hired me and they're like, I'd like you to tell jokes into my anus, I'm not <laughs> less of much? an artist. Because first of all, I would have to know how much. Your first thing would be how much, even if you're not doing it. You got to know the price. I would maybe. In terms of telling jokes into an anus, if there was a microphone and then there was a cord and then the speaker went into a person's anus, you know what I mean? Yeah, that would be, if there was no contract, that would be a major loophole because into talking into an anus implies like the lips are at least half an inch away into an anus. No, but no. But if you, if they don't specify, you could use the speaker. I You're think right. it would be nicer for the person involved if it was just a small speaker by the anus. Yes. Um, or you could write it on a piece of paper, roll it up like a scroll, and shove it in shove there. Shove it in the anus. <laughs> shove it in the anus. That's still doing stand-up. Just write your stand-up on a scroll. But then you got to hear the noises of the man that gets scrolled in his ass. Anyway, what were we talking about before this? <laughs> <laughs> our warm and fuzzy. So the warm and fuzzy was our beautiful trail ride that we had on our anniversary. And then we went to Old Town, Temecula. Yes, it is old, but they're renovating it. Oh, it's called Old Town because it's old timey looking. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we had a beer on a patio. We did some people watching. There's like a new little arcade bar that we went to. We played some skee ball. That was our first kind of no mask experience. All the windows were open. It was pretty, very... That's the thing. Like, it felt... There was nobody there because it was like a Monday afternoon. What made me not want to take my mask off was uh, the bouncer checked our IDs and he was wearing a mask and he was like, okay, you're good to go in. You can take your mask off when you're in there, by the way. I was like, don't tell me what to do. Like, make Well, me- I think he was just telling 
telling us if we wanted to. I know, but it's like I could. I got an essence of like these masks fucking suck and COVID's fake. You can take it off there if you want. I don't think so. I didn't get that from him at all. Maybe. Maybe I'm just. I got. I'm. I'm on defense. You're on the old defense. I'm on defense. Yeah. Like Wilson. Um, anyway, that's the warm and fuzzy. It was really nice, and I feel like that was your warm and fuzzy. Unless that was you have my a warm, and warm and fuzzy. It was a beautiful. Uh, amazing day is all the fun things that we love to do together and the love of my life what more do you want was with me weren't you weren't we i could have wished for more dear god (laughs) dear god (laughs) kidding it was a very lovely day and there was horses and now my jeans still smell like horses i forgot to wash them or it smells like one horse Ew! wait what My, my jeans smell like horse Oh, right. They're in the laundry, though. You're not so Yeah, but I wore them the other day jeans. when we were like viewing houses, and I'm like, I smell like a Ew, horse. You wore those horse jeans out? <laughs> For like two days. I think I uh, performed in them. No, I didn't, actually. Um, no, my horse jeans are around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> my horse jeans. That's a book. Yep. It's about a boy who puts jeans on a horse, and he doesn't know how to get them off. A horse in jeans is hilarious. Yeah, but a horse stuck in jeans. And then you write a book about it. <laughs> He was in there for a while. Um, it'd probably be pretty easy to get jeans on a horse. Pretty easy. You get two pairs on too because there's four legs. Two pairs. <laughs> jeans on a horse. <laughs> I can't right now. Um, we have another segment. It's called, well, that was stupid. And I think why my that was stupid is was this, what you just said. This episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was stupid was jeans on a horse. Jeans on a horse. You could also put jeans on the head, too, if you wanted to. I've put jeans on my head. So have I. <laughs> well, good. Well, you've done it. Well, well I've done that, too. Well, the podcast Continue. is over. Continue. That's, honestly, that's when I wanted to end the podcast, when we both admitted we put jeans on our head. I put jeans on my head. I did, too. I did, too. Is this oh. what you want? With Matt and Julia. No, it isn't. Uh. Well, well, that was stupid. stupid. Um, okay, lots of stupid things happened. Yeah. Um, viewing houses in general here i'm gonna i'm just gonna say viewing homes in la and la landlords are 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 part of well that was stupid we saw so many houses and every single one has something wrong with it that's like yeah, it's like Glaring. a it's like, like a like montage a in like an '80s rom com where there's a montage of people looking at houses and they're like, "Wow, oh, this place looks nice," and the sink fucking explodes, and they're like, "Wow, jeez!" Oh, and then no. the next place, um, yeah, there's always something a little wrong. I we, think we talked about the big duck, the big yeah, duck. That, that the, was a long yeah, time that ago. Was a long but, time ago. But this this week, okay, so we saw a place in Pasadena. It's a neighborhood we really like. Yeah, and it was the cutest little house it was within our price range a tiny little house no shared walls but it was like a dollhouse you walked through all of the doorways yes my forehead was chipping off parts of the ceiling <laughs> like literally it it was like i'm surprised it didn't cut your hair like lit, it was yeah. it was your hair was touching the door and i was like part of me was like this is kind of kind of reminded me of lord of the rings because this is like a hobbit house and oh i kind of like that you've been reading too much of that i like that I like your hobbit house, I said to this woman. Um, but I, I pictured myself laying down and waking up in that place. I would feel crazy. I would Every morning I'd be like, oh my God, I'm a giant. Yeah. And then I'd have to like settle and into we're, the day. we're both tall. Like I'm 5'8", you're six, almost 6'4", six, or 6'3". I don't know yeah. how tall you are. We're both 
big enough people. And but the fa- it was so nice. It was completely redone. It was in a quiet neighborhood. It was so fucking cute. But also no storage. There was like no storage. It was no storage. It was a weird place. So we're like, that's fine. And then we're like, we'll see this other place in Pasadena. Oh my gosh, this okay. It, what I find a lot of in LA is um, houses that have been torn down, whatever. And there's apartment buildings put up, or there's businesses, and then there's the one home that refuses to sell. Yes, it's like the house from Up. Yes, it's, and it's in the middle of these tall the buildings, and people are begging them to fuck off, and they're like, "Give me twenty million dollars." And we saw one place, and from the outside, it's like this craftsman, blah blah blah. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's beautiful." Inside, it smelled like a fucking cat piss goat toilet. Yeah, it smelled like every animal's dick that you've ever imagined. Um, and it was next to a parking lot, and behind it was a preschool, a daycare. Yeah, yeah, like a daycare. Like a daycare. And the guy was like, honestly, he's like, the daycare, they're only loud when they're like from like 8 till 9 a.m. or something. No, he's like, they're only loud from about 10 till noon and then they'll come out again around 2 to 5 and then then there's nothing. And I'm then like, that's it. It's like, okay, well, that's that what this house comes with is, is kid noise. For- kid noise, cat smell pee parking lot right next door and then we go outside to the backyard and which- i know what some first of all i know some listeners have kids and they're like listen kid noise you fucking assholes i deal no, with it to, every day but to live of course you involuntary live kid. kid noise i'm talking living by a friggin' preschool like Everyone's that's kids. different and it was right there it wasn't like a big backyard separating it and then we go in the backyard and then there's like a big sign on the fence that says intruders beware uh, it says we don't call nine one one, and then a picture of we a don't gun. call nine one one, and then a picture of a gun. And he's like, "Oh, that's my sign. I got to take it down." I'm like, "Well, it's not my sign. Of course, it's your sign." Also, I guess the sign implies they shoot the person or they give the person a gun. I can't tell which one. I if think it's the <laughs> would be the. Thanks so much for stopping by. Here's your gun. Here's your gun. Also, what a power move for an uh, if an intruder somebody breaks in here right now. I hand them a gun and I go, "There you go." I think I think they would leave. I think they would. It's a, that a would be reversal. the craziest thing. Yeah. If someone c- comes in and is like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Here's your gun. And they're like, well, this man clearly has like yeah. a radioactive scorpion in his pants. <laughs> He's <laughs> He's John wicking me or me. something. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. Or they're going to be like this gun, I'm going to, I'm going to use it and then it's going to backfire and it's going to explode me. Has that been in a, in a movie? That has been in a movie. Handing a gun and, and to then, start like a fight scene. Yeah. yeah. And then the gun Ooh. turns out to be something else. No. <laughs> like it turns into a snake or something? <laughs> no, no, no. But like they're like, oh, okay. And it's like a weird power move. Yeah. And then they decide to use it. And then the gun like backfires and shoots them or something. That's right. Yeah. They or should. the gun's a snake. Do they have... <laughs> or the gun's a snake. Do they design a gun that's like a trap gun? Where it's like they go to shoot you, but I've I've seen that before in, in movies where yeah. they've like bunged up the old chamber and then it backfires and hurts the person. Yeah. I've always wondered what it's like to get shot. If there was like a virtual reality that could like just give you the feeling of it, I was I'm very curious. Are you stupid? No, but just like what does it feel like? Because like likely, fingers crossed, we will never know. And I looked it up because other people are like curious. They're like, what does it feel like to get shot? Apparently, it's hot. Like the biggest thing is heat. Yeah, I think it's hot, and I think a lot of it is shock too. Shock would kick in, but apparently everything I've read and watched is that it's because it's traveling so fast and it's like metal, and then it the friction going into your skin it like heats it up mm-hmm. and gets like super hot. Sometimes it's so hot it like cauterizes the skin and like closes it in. I it's also depends on where you get shot. I don't want to talk about this. It. Freaking me out, man. 
It's crazy anyway. stuff. Well, that was stupid. It was um, stupid. Guns are stupid. Everyone's dumb. Everybody's dumb. And the houses we looked at, holy friggin' shit. And then we looked at another one. It was so nice, but no parking. Literally no parking. below an airport. Which this is, if you're not familiar with parking in LA, it's terrible. We all know that. But if you have a place with no parking, that means you have to park on the street and you have to monitor when the fucking street cleanings are and move your car the street, appropriately. They're always sweeping the streets. They're always sweeping the streets. They love sweeping the streets. And say they you love go their away. precious say streets Say you go here. away for a, a week. What are you going to do with what your car? What are you going to do with your car? You gotta fucking th- roll it into the ocean. And these are pla- and these are places that are expensive too. Where it's yeah. like if you're charging this much, this was three thousand dollars a month, which is insane. No which- parking and airport real close. Van Nuys Airport, literally the airport path. Yeah. I think the planes took off next to the home. Yes, the the roof of our house would have been a refueling station. I think oh, it was yeah. very close, very dumb, very loud. No parking. And then we very went to stupid. see another one yesterday. The man said like he's like yeah I'll be here. We show up. We show up to this place. Yeah. First of all, yeah. massive trailer parked Big right RV out. outside. And you literally Googled that area and you're like, it's legal to do that out here. Some people just park trailers. And every and other house, no trailer. And this trailer was so big, it took up the width of the entire house. Yeah. It was like the, the RV in that uh, home makeover show yeah. where they, they pull it. They're like, move that bus. Yeah. The show move that bus. What was it called again? I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, this guy, this man Gulab was supposed to show me the house. Fucking Gulab never shown up. And I kept being like, are you coming? Are you here? We gave him We're 10 minutes. Here to see the house. And Gulab never responded. Is there anything worse than waiting on something? Waiting, silently waiting? When I'm here trying to give you money and you're not even going to show yeah. up. And yeah, that's the thing. Silently waiting on somebody that's, you're trying to give them money. You're trying to give them business. And, and someone that confirmed like an hour earlier. Yeah. It's crazy. When I'm waiting... And it's quiet and it's like nothing's happening. My like calves start to burn. Like parts of my body activate. Hmm. It's the worst feeling. I hate fucking waiting. Like a silent, quiet wait. I like a loud wait. Loud wait, no problem. I don't mind a wait if someone's keeping me posted. If I had messaged Gulab or if he was like, hey, I'm running late. There's traffic. There's whatever. It's just the not knowing. The not knowing. Is also... Is that why they put music in elevators? Because that's waiting and that would drive people fucking crazy if it was yeah. quiet. If it was absolutely quiet. But I've been in quiet elevators and I'm fine. Yeah, but imagine you're in that quiet elevator for a long time with some man whose nose is whistling and like... That's true. It is funny that elevator music is is, is generically calm. It's like... Bing, 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 yeah, it's bing, never like... But it must be in the design because it's like... You have to calm the fuck down in here. Well, it's like lobby music. It's like anything music. They just want some sort of like... But maybe they're gauging uh, it towards like people that are claustrophobic. It's like if you're... Because if you're claustrophobic in an elevator, it's got to feel fucking crazy. Well, let's take the fucking stairs. (laughs) I guess. Okay, wait. What? So this is... Our well, that was stupid is now turning into... We really want this house. We really want this house. Oh, okay. is this what we're closing on? Yeah. Okay. Wait, how much time do we have? Yeah, I got a few more minutes. Let's just, let's hint okay. on it. And then t- next week will be the update on what you're about to say. Okay. So we've, we viewed a house. We viewed two houses. Yeah. That we like. One is a bit older and a bit more expensive and the landlord is questionable, but I still, we still like it. We still really like it. And then, but it's in a good area. It's in Sherman yeah. Oaks, which is really accessible to things. And then another one is an Alhambra, 
which is like yeah east of east of echo park south of pasadena um and it is our dream home it is it was like it's we got out there and it was like a super quiet neighborhood literally not a noise and then you see this house it's even yellow i think isn't no, it it's that like just, a, it's like a pistachio yeah. green it's so cute it looks old school on the outside but then you get on the inside and every single fucking corner is updated it's new floors it's new everything the kitchen's gorgeous the kitchen's gorgeous there's three bedrooms three bedrooms which is blowing my mind i can't i'm trying i'm desperate for a second bedroom and a third i'm just like what for do you even office? do with three rooms Oh my God, um, big yard, nice bathroom, literally the most closets I've ever seen in a place. Yeah, still pretty close to everything. Um, and it's uh, it's very perfect. And we literally like, we're like, <gasps> like two like dogs in heat. And I'm like, going through the house <laughs> and then we come back to the, the, the real estate agent. We're like, we like this place. I was like, we how do I get it? What do, do we do? get it right now? How do I get it? How do I get it? Yeah. And he's like, well, right now we have like 79 applications. Yeah. This is not an exaggeration, my friends. 79 applications yes my friends and he's like probably you know half of them will be ruled out if their credit's not good and then go and i'm like what can we do and i was like yeah tell them we're cute and we're nice people and he's like i'll put in a good word for you and he's like they're gonna go through the applications on sunday and then he texts me he's like they're going through it monday oh they're going out of town they won't let you know by thursday as in right now friends it is saturday yeah meanwhile the other place that we looked at we're guaranteed to get it and these people like us and they're like but we want you to let us know by monday so we are sacrificing a sure thing for the perfect thing for the perfect thing it's a gamble like dogecoin Um, it is a gamble and (laughs) well i talked to my mom about it she's like i get it she's like she's like you fell in love with a guy who couldn't commit but then if you settle for the guy you know second in line you'll never be happy but then maybe the guy that you like and you love won't love you back but that's that's the risk you have to take you gotta take a risk these days but so we, good news my friends i i just wanted sorry i keep cutting you my off friends my friends i don't know <laughs> yes my friends <laughs> okay my, it's telling like you're hosting like a fucking 100 huntley street what that like religious like god oh. hour on tv <laughs> hello my friends welcome back to 100 <laughs> Huntley Street. Is this what you want? The God Hour with Julia Ludkowitz. My friends, what were you gonna say? Um, so the realtor man, because he's 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 talking back and forth with the the owners who are being very thorough. Yes. Usually when they do like background checks, whatever, because everybody that we listed as contact has gotten a call. They're calling everyone. They're looking in every crack and hole. Uh, yeah. Some guy came by and checked my socks. A man checked my socks and <laughs> I my didn't box. know who he was, but they're being very thorough with this background but check. But either way, we are top 10 right now. We're top we, 10. They, they, the, the man has, the realtor has whittled it down. We are top 10. Yeah. And if you're a listener, if you're a listener, if you're listening to this, just fucking put some good vibes out into the world because I want this place, yes. man. Um, help us not sashay away from this dream home. Yeah. And instead, Shantae, stay in it. Because it's like within our budget. <laughs> it's perfect. And it's perfect and it's nice and it's quiet. So that's where we're leaving this week is big long search. We found a perfect one that could... Uh, we found a perfect one and a good one. And we could lose the good one if we go for the perfect one. And it looks like we're going to go for the good perfect one. Yeah. But if we don't get that, hopefully we can still get the good one if it's still around. If it's still around. But I have to text this woman to be like, hey, now I can't let you know by Monday. Yeah. And she might be like 
please go fuck Next yourself. week's episode's going to be sopping wet with intrigue Ooh, and drama. It's either going to be real happy or it's going to be like we yep. lost everything or we got one or we got the other. I don't know. Or it's going to be an episode of 100 Huntley Street. Yeah. Uh, no one will know until next week. So tune in next week for another exciting episode of Extraordinary Adventures in the West Coast with Matt and Julia. This is a short episode. No, it's fine. I'm just saying. Where are we, where are we at with TikTok? <laughs> Not. <laughs> <laughs> I posted one today. I posted a little cooking thing. I just was anyway. about to wrap everything up. I know, but then I noticed it said 47 minutes. I thought that felt a bit early. No, we're good. You had some music in there and it all evens out. You want it under an hour. I know we want it under an also, hour. It's getting dark in here. I can't see anything. The sun has gone down and the moon has gone up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup, but he's turning. And oh burning. my God, please. No, <laughs> no. And okay. hugging the turns and thinking of somebody for whom Guys, he's I'm still Guys, I'm really burns. like, that's Matt O'Brien. Matt, where can he's they find you? He's going the distance. Um, Where can they find you? I'm going for speed. Hey, they can find me on Instagram at Matt O'Brien and Matt O'Brien, Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter. Where can they find you, Dink? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Julia Comedy. And you can find me on Facebook and on TikTok at Julia Comedian. Better not. Uh, and follow our podcast, ITWYW Podcast on Twitter. And is this what you want podcast on Instagram? Oh, yeah. We love you a lot. Thank you for uh, going on this journey with us. And put, put your good vibes out there for the house. Rub your crystals together for mm-hmm. us getting a house. Thank you very much. Good well, night. And we bid you adieu.